there's a little bit I want to talk about with uh, what happened with our current political climate in this past week with the family separation and children in cages at the border. want to dive in to a couple of little details with that, including perhaps uh, a, a jacket that Melania Trump wore that might not have been so smart, maybe. You probably already know that one. Also, we'll uh, look over when the government is billions and trillions of dollars in debt and there's a huge deficit. How do you tackle that? The answer is obviously more military spending. That's how you tackle that. More military spending. All this and a little bit more is coming up. So get ready and tighten your seatbelts. Because this is FritzCast. It's Friday, June 22nd, 2018, and it feels like, it, it really does feel like June 22nd. It feels like the other day I was just recording my birthday podcast from, from May 25th. That seems like I recorded it yesterday, and it's already a month later. That's a little crazy. Can we slow time down, please? I'm not ready to turn 30. All right, uh, let's just let's just get that out there now. Throwing it out there, let's not do it. Let's let's not. I've uh, I, I got a new piece of equipment. Not not necessarily for the podcast. Um, yeah, not necessarily for the podcast, but I'm using it nonetheless. I got this. Uh, I'm a big fan of Skull Candy headphones, and not for any particular reason. I like over the head or over the ear headphones. I don't like earbuds. Uh, not a fan of those, not because of them being able to fit in my ear or uncomfortability or anything. Mostly it's because I feel like the quality of sound from, from in-ear buds, uh, aren't up to snuff with over the head. And I like full boastful musical experiences. So, uh, I bought a pair of Skull Candy over the head headphones a while ago that still work that have like a separate, uh, one of those audio auxiliary cables that you can replace if it wears out and all that. So the headphones have been going strong, and they're still one of my favorite pair of headphones. However, me and my wife were thinking about, um, you know, we have a beach trip coming up next month in July. And going to the beach, like, you know, oh, yeah, you bring a Bluetooth speaker. I think everybody that goes to the beach now has a Bluetooth speaker, so you're hearing all different kinds of music left and right when you go to the beach from people. Which is, I mean, it's not problematic, if you ask me, as, as long as nobody's being obnoxious with it. But there's also the fact that people's musical tastes vary. So people can put on music on a Bluetooth speaker at the beach, and I'm like, oh, yay, music. And maybe they're listening to country, and I'm very picky with country music. I'm very picky with pop music. One of the things I'm not picky with is usually rock heavy metal, any other type of genre of metal. And so, long story short, to you know, to appease me, it's I'll probably pop in headphones when I want to listen to music. So we got these Bluetooth headphones. My wife got Beats. 
She got Beats by Dre, which are now, you know, owned by Apple, which sync up with the Apple with the iPhones really well. Uh, she got in-ear buds for that. And me, I'm sitting there like, I don't want the Beats over the heads because the those ones, the, the Beats over the ear headphones are like 250 bucks for Bluetooth ones. And that's a bit ridiculous to me. Even, like, even if the quality is great, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like sitting there and debating whether or not you're going to buy a Bose sound system or, or some other sound system that's probably ample enough and the differences are going to be so subtle. Like, you'd have to literally dive into the nerdiest of nuances to figure that out. Um, for me... <laughs> For me, I look at that, and I was looking at, oh, look, there's Sony Bluetooth headphones that are cheaper that look like they do more. And then I went I, I went back to tried and true Skull Candy. And, I, you know, me and my wife were talking about it. Skull Candy used to be the cheap brand of crap. You, you used to never want Skull Candy headphones and stuff because they were, they were cheap uh, and throwaway, more or less. And they've really built up a reputation and a brand. So I bought these Bluetooth Skull Candy headphones. And I don't know how to explain this. Like, there's there's this bass function that if you turn it on, it will make you feel the music. It, turn, it makes, like, this echo chamber for the music. And you can feel the headphones vibrating on your head. I just turned it on now, and my voice is, like, all shaky. It's like... For me, at least, anyway. For you, I don't know how it sounds. But for right now, it sounds like uh, the thunderous voice of God. Not to not to compare me to, you know, um, you know, gods or anything. But that's how it sounds. Listening to music on it is insane. And the way that they sit on your head, they're almost a level of noise canceling. You put these things on your uh, over your ears, and you're already like you've already dampened all the sound around you. So you can really get sucked away into the music if you turn it on. And now I'm using them now for this just to just to be cool and just to be wire free for, you know, a little bit. So they're really cool. So if I had to, like if you guys were thinking, you know, oh man, I really want to like uh I'm really thinking I need a set of Bluetooth headphones, I might write an extensive review of these ones. After after I get a little bit more use out of them. I've only had them for like a week. I feel like to really review something, you have to have it for at least a month, or at least use it extensively over the course of like two or three weeks. So no reviews yet, but initially I'm very pleased with these. According to the box, at least anyway, it's supposed to last up to 40 hours on a charge. If that's true, if that ends up being somewhat accurate, then I can already tell you these are going to be highly rated because I know my wife's beats last about eight hours. That's about what it lasts on a charge. If these last more than if these last more than 12 to 15 hours, oh my god, points up. Star stars up. That's 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 where that review is going to go. So I wish I could say the week has been productive. It's been overloaded with overtime. Such is life. It's 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 this pre or it's prepping, prepping for vacation. That's what that's what I do when I prep for vacation. Load up on the overtime, get a couple extra dollars and paychecks, and uh, then I go enjoy vacation. And not for nothing, but it's not—it's not like the weather ever cooperates anyway. Because right now I'm looking out the windows of my office and I see 
blah. I see blah skies, blah day, and the humidity is, you know, setting in as summertime is officially arriving. So hopefully the weather does balance out. This week has not been an ideal week for that. Uh, We were plotting on going to the beach tomorrow just for a beach day, but it looks like it's going to rain all day. Thanks, Mother Nature. Thanks for giving us the opportunity on our weekends to take a little time off and go to the beach. Whatever. I'll probably just work on the flooring in the house or something. It's something that I've been putting off way too long. You know, like like the government puts off, you know, managing the bills and the budget and the deficit every year. Puts it off. That's that's me finishing projects in the house. That's how I feel about it. Um speaking of that, good good segue. Maybe not, but the big controversy over the past, you know, week, I would say, is, is the border. The border, illegal immigration, the separation of families at the border, ripping children away from their parents and stuffing them in cages. Which, let's, I mean, first off, when we analyze these types of things, let's, let's stop for a minute and take the subject matter at hand one step at a time. Okay. Initially. What do we have? We have families separated at the border, children separated from parents. Yes, they're in cages and holding cells and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that, that controversial. Absolutely. The subject of children being separated from their family and their siblings, even. Very, very uh, complex issue because you're talking about psychological and emotional traumas and the sad fact is instead of just looking at that instead of just looking at that subject in particular we as Americans we love to get in a big debate about it we love to blow it into proportions of well what they're doing is illegal what they're doing is illegal and we do this every day we do this every day in America If somebody breaks the law, they go to jail, and they're separated from the children. Happens every day. You're just soft. No, I'm not just soft. I'm just logical. I'm thinking about all the people that have gone to jail on minor offenses, nonviolent offenses, just plain old drug offenses. Um, You know, marijuana, for example. Okay, so he smokes some dope. Alright? If you're slinging a six-pack and drinking beers and shit, but you're going to criticize the pothead, kind of hypocritical. Just saying it. Just because something is a law doesn't mean it is Correct, right, moral, any number of things. And the thing in question that we're talking about, the the law in question that we're talking about is merely trying to enter the country. Not even, we're not even diving into, is it nefarious reasons, are they seeking asylum, what have you. We're not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about simply approaching the border, getting close enough to it that our border patrol agents round them up, 
and put them in detention centers and, and, and do what they do. Mind you, these have been laws on our books, and this has been practices of the United States for quite some time, okay? I mean, the, sep- the, the extreme separation of children from families and from their other siblings and all that got extreme under President Trump, sure. But, I mean, l- listen to this from, from Glenn Beck. Listen to this, because this, is, this makes sense to me. Listen to this. There is absolutely no intellectual um, integrity on anybody's side anymore. It is absolutely phenomenal watching the press just feign this virtue. They are so upset. Why, the children, I just think it's going to give me a case of the vapors. I might just pass out right here, right now. (laughs) you got to be kidding me. We were down there in 2014. I was strangely much thinner at the time. Um, Strangely. But we begged the media. Did we not call every media outsource uh, oh, yeah, totally. and said, look, look, you don't even have to credit us. You don't have to say anything about us. This is what's happening because we had Department of Homeland Security and also border agents come to us and say, look, you guys don't have any idea what's happening. The people are in cages. They're in cages. And at that time, they were cages. Okay, remember, they put them up overnight. It was really, really bad. Kids, and they still are, are separated by age. So... You think it's bad to take them away from their parents. How about a brother and sister, nine and six, come together on the death train? They come across the border, and then the border agent says, you're nine, you're in that one. You're in six, you're in that building. They're alone completely. No one cared. And the intellectual integrity is non-existent in this country. No one is willing to say the truth. We all check, wait, what's the position? What do I need to say? Well, I don't want to hurt our side. I want to make sure. When I watch the news on this particular issue, I can't take it. I can't take it. I mean, first of all, you know, the media, the left, who are so upset for these poor kids on the border, and they keep playing the crying audio of them crying over and over again, had no interest at all when video is produced of Planned Parenthood selling body parts. No interest at all in that. That wasn't an emotional story for them at all. And on the other side, Breitbart, who used as an attack, Glenn Beck is going and giving uh, soccer balls and hot meals to illegal aliens on the border. You believe this jerk? (laughs) And now it's their defense of Trump. Trump is taking care of these illegal immigrants. What are you talking about? Literally, literally talking about how they are playing with soccer balls. Soccer balls and maybe the soccer balls (laughs) that they killed me over (laughs) delivering. It's nice to know they're still getting use out of them, though, right? Yes, it is. I mean, the same website that's attacking you for, for helping to feed illegal immigrants again, while arguing for harsher border protections, shows nice, well-lit pictures of delicious pizzas and chocolate chip cookies for the illegal immigrants. Because today, it serves their needs to do that. Last time, it serves their needs to attack you. There is no intellectual consistency. I will tell you, America, you want to know how you can sleep well at night? Just say the truth every time, no matter if it hurts you or your side or anything else. Just say the truth. Because I don't have to check what I said five years ago. I don't have to worry about tape coming out where we're like, oh, crap, are they going to find that? We don't care. Look it up. Find it. Consistent. It, it, it's very nice. More people should try it. And it's funny because I actually recall when he was talking about it back in 2014 and 2015. 
And there just was no interest. No, the, the media didn't care. Like, maybe they popped up a story about it once in a while, but it wasn't that, it wasn't a focal point issue. It didn't become a focal point issue until President Trump, where, where no stone is left unturned. It seems to me that when Obama was president, and I, I try not to be uh, a visceral critic of Obama, at least not unfairly. I try to not I try to not be unfair with it personally. But it seems to me that under Obama, the media, most of the mainstream media was unwilling to turn over every stone. That's what it seems to me because it was we can't, you know, tarnish all the good. In their eyes, at least, anyway. They can't tarnish all the good. Can't throw that stuff out there. Can't let it get out. I'm not saying it's been hidden and buried for forever, but there has been a lack of media consistency over things, and now this thing has blown up to a head, and, and, and it's policies that we don't agree with as Americans. A lot of us don't agree with it. Um, we, we, we feel that there's a better way to handle these things, libertarians, us libertarians think that there's a much better way to handle this thing. And I'm not talking open borders either. I am not one of those libertarians who say that, well, it's a borderless world, you know, and, and we don't need these things. And there needs to be free movement everywhere at all times. I'm not that kind of a libertarian. Um, and that's a big debate in the libertarian party and amongst libertarians themselves. I'm for... I'm pro-immigration. If people want to immigrate to America and be productive members of the society, I believe that we should have steps in place for them to do it rather easily. Rather easily. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't get vetted. That doesn't mean that we don't see who you are. That doesn't mean that you might have things on your record that might be, I don't know, negative dings. Um, that doesn't mean that we don't evaluate you. It doesn't mean you just freely come on in. Um, I believe that there is some checks and balances and checkpoints and all that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But this plays into, like, you know, the Trump MAGA crowd, you know, build the wall. Build the wall so that we don't have this problem anymore. And I don't believe building a wall would do anything. I don't believe that building a wall really does anything other than waste another billion dollars or better, however much it costs because Mexico is not going to pay for the wall. It's been established already. It's been established in executive orders and border orders from, from Mr. President himself that that money is in our budgeting and guess what? You're not going to get it back. Now some people will find that money to be a worthy endeavor, endeavor to build a giant wall. Because, I mean, obviously it'll work. Obviously. Obviously we build a wall and there will be no more illegal immigration ever. No, so, but I do believe in controlling the immigration to a degree. Okay? I think that's fine. But I do think that there's a better method than splitting up a bunch of families, splitting up a bunch of kids. And I don't accept the rights so easy right off of they're breaking the law 
They're breaking the law. They're breaking the law. You should have thought about that before you broke the law. This is the parents' fault. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say... A lot of the people trying to cross the border from Mexico, a lot of them, are literally desperate people wanting to get out of a bad situation... Wanting to come somewhere where they have the ability to work hard and build something. That's something that America still has. I don't know how much longer we'll have the mentality of working hard and building something and earning something. And being responsible for yourself and your own actions. I don't know how long that's going to last. Because we have... Progressivism, and we have people saying that everybody needs to be at an equal footing, and that the government needs to assure it, and that that is what a proper society is. There's some exceptionalism in America, at least to a to an extent. For a long, long time, it was what you made of it, not what was given to you, not what was established by the government for you, but what you made for yourself. And I think that that's what a lot of people trying to cross the border are doing. I think a lot of them aren't nefarious criminal MS-13 animals, okay? Which, I mean, you know, the media got on Trump for that, and we kind of discussed how that was inappropriate because statements were taken out of context. Snippets were played that weren't actually the full segment that brought light to what he was saying. So that's happened amongst this stuff, too. But... But on top of it all, Trump, the Trump administration, it shoots itself in the foot, man. Donald Trump says he can't fix this issue. This is what's on the books as law and says he can't do an executive order for it. Then he signs. Then he comes out and does an executive order to take care of it. Some people say, oh, yeah, he did the right thing. I'm saying he did the right thing in spirit, but it shouldn't have been a executive order. The reason why Trump put through an executive order wasn't to save face for the public. I don't I don't believe so anyway. That's not his style. I believe the executive order was done because of what happened in Congress as they were debating this. What happened? What what happened with this is that I think the majority of the American people came out and said that they did not like the fact that this was going on at the southern border. I, I do believe that. Whether that anger and rage was stemming from the wrong reasons or should have stemmed from years ago, much in the case of uh, like Glenn Beck talked about, in 2014, nobody batted an eye about what was going on down by the border. Nobody really cared about it. And we could do the other thing, too. We could play all the media clips of Bill Clinton talking about illegal immigration and how, how we got to put a stop to it. Hillary Clinton talking about illegal immigration and how we need to put a stop to it. President Obama, who, by the way, uh, massively increased deportations. That increased under Obama. He had big crackdowns on illegal immigrations, rounding people up and sending them back home but it's one of those things that it's often overlooked often not talked about inconsistency from the media 
but Congress, our, the, our, our, our representatives, our senators and our Congress people got into a heated debate, a heated back and forth in which they had more political grandstanding and a pissing contest. And I don't see how people don't see it that way. Because Trump said this should be resolved through legislation. Which, guess what? He's absolutely right in that statement. It should be resolved by legislation. By the book, how these laws are supposed to be done, how these policies are developed and made. It's not supposed to be a president saying this is how it's going to be or signing an executive order. An executive order is useless because the next guy can come in and strike it down with an iron fist, no ifs, ands, buts, or questions about it. The same way that they can pretty much instate one. But at, at, at this juncture, what, 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 what choice do you have when the, the, the idea to resolve it through legislation is this bickering contest. Ted Cruz puts up a bill. Oh, we're not going to vote for Ted Cruz's bill because he's crazy tatted and his father killed JFK. And then, you know, Senator Feinstein puts up a, a, a bill and, and we nitpick at that. You know, ah, Democrats want, you know, they, they, they want all oh, lovey-dovey and hugs and open borders and let everybody in. Granted, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself now. Granted, I didn't read either proposal, <laughs> so there might have been bullcrap in each of them. But that's the other problem with our politics nowadays, is that bills aren't just bills anymore. They don't tackle one issue. What's the issue at the border? Separating children from their families and stuffing them in cages. That's the argument going on over the border thing. So... Simple solution, Bill. We will not separate families and put children in cages. Period. The end. It's like a paragraph long. That's about it. But this government, to resolve that issue, would produce a, a, you know, a, 50 sa- a, a 57-page comprehensive bill that also includes spending for you know some endeavor, for some bullcrap that has nothing to do with the subject matter. That's that's the way our government works. And that's a little just a little sad and a little ridiculous that that is what it boils down to. And that's what I think Donald Trump did the executive order for. But he still they still he still he puts you put in that executive order, you try to make things better. What happens? You still shoot yourself in the foot because Melania Trump goes to visit a facility in Texas wearing a coat which adorned on the back of it is the phrase, I don't really care, do you? Now, now Trump, Trumpies, MAGAs, and uh, other people, absolutely saying uh, Melania, her fashion, her statements that she makes, uh, it was a slight at the media. It was a slight at the media. She wasn't wearing it saying that she doesn't care going down there about visiting the children and visiting the facilities and checking out all the immigration stuff. I mean, you know, you know, uh, it was a slight at the media telling, it was her telling the media that she doesn't care about them and alleging that 
they don't really care about Donald Trump or the greatness of America or the nation. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I'm not real. I can't, I can't divulge that. I don't know if that was the case. But I do know this. If that was, it was a very stupid way to do it. A very stupid way to do it because of how it looks. Very stupid to do it that way. Kind of, kind of insulting. It, it's a wonder, like, because especially because Melania Trump was kind of revered by the left a little bit. Kind of like, oh, she's she's a victim. She's trapped in this marriage with Trump, and she's the she's the only saving grace. And she does have some some grace and some poise and some elegance. And oh my God, she wore that jacket. She's a liar. She doesn't even care about the children. And may- maybe that maybe that is what it was. I don't know. Maybe it was a slight at the media. Maybe it was just buffoonish thinking from from somebody, from an advisor, from from I, you know. I I really don't. It, but it baffled me. It baffled me because, oh yeah, we're gonna go. Melania is gonna go visit the shelters, which I, I you know. I don't know. I think none of the former first ladies did. So she's doing something that has never been done before. But maybe she really doesn't care. Do you? I I don't know. I I don't I I'm baffled and I'm confused. And I'm lost. And it's it, it, it's attention that you have to wonder, did the Trump administration want this attention? Did they think it would be a distraction? Did they think it would just get the media talking about other things? I, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. But it's, I, I know that you, you have to expect ridiculousness nowadays. Everything has to have something ridiculous with it going on. And it's sad, isn't it? With all that, uh, everybody should be excited because um, I don't know if you heard the news, but uh, Donald Trump has announced, and I really think that I need special effects for this one, Donald Trump has announced a new branch of the military. Ladies and gentlemen, Oh, wait, wait, no, that's not what he announced. He actually announced the the brand new Space No, it wasn't space police either. This is the Donald Trump announced this. In space, the United States is going to do Colonel Glenn Proud 
we are finally going to lead again. You see what's happening. You see the rockets going up left and right. You haven't seen that for a long time. Very soon, we're going to Mars. You wouldn't have been going to Mars if my opponent won. That I can tell you. You wouldn't even be thinking about it. Space is a war-fighting domain, just like the land, air, and sea. We may even have a space force, develop another one. Space force. We have the Air Force, we'll have the Space Force. We have the Army, the Navy. You know, I was saying it the other day because we're doing a tremendous amount of work in space. I said, maybe we need a new force. We'll call it the Space Force. And I was not really serious. And then I said, what a great idea. Maybe we'll have to do that. That, that's how it came about, folks. He just thought about it. He thought, you know, oh, man, maybe we should have a Space Force. So, yeah, I'm not really serious, but, you know, I mean, this is a great idea. It's a great idea. Space Force. Another war-fighting domain for the great Crusaders of America. We've conquered the land. We've conquered the sea. We've conquered the air. What be left but Space the final frontier. Now, I don't have too much to say about it other than it's a big old wasteful endeavor. It's not going to bring to pass X-Wings and TIE Fighters and lightsabers. It's not going to give us blasters. And I have a few requirements. Like, if you look at the rank insignia structure, one, one there is no Grand Moff of the Space Force. That's wrong. And also, unless every positive command and affirmation is said in make it so, then it's not going to be worth it. Not going to be worth it in the slightest. But apparently there's going to be a space force. Now guys, that is going to do it for me. I'm cutting it off there. Because between ripping children from their parents' arms and throwing them in cages at the border and border immigration policies that have been going on since, since Bill Clinton's time and getting outraged over that and getting outraged over Melania Trump's coat and getting outraged over the Roseanne spinoff that they're making without Roseanne. And the Space Force, I do want to end on this note, though. Just the other, uh, just yesterday, in fact, uh, Charles Krauthammer, longtime pundit um, and speaker, news personality, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, passed away. Uh, and Charles Krauthammer, probably about a month or so ago, put out a statement saying that he wasn't going to be doing TV anymore because the doctors had given him weeks to live, and it turns out that that was absolutely true. Charles Krauthammer was a very interesting figure, and if you never listened to him or any of his uh, debate points or anything, I think he was a principled debater. I think he's somebody that could get on the TV. He wasn't really controversial, per se. Uh, he was level-headed and... and presented his arguments with a level head, not not yelling and screaming, not demeaning, not not demonizing. Uh, something that's getting lost very, very quickly in America, by the way. We, we love to demonize, we love to hate, we love to scream, we love to shout. And we don't, we, we really don't 
pay attention to the details and we don't do level-headed and we don't have principled arguments. And Charles Krauthammer, losing Charles Krauthammer, I think, is, is a big hit uh, to the political debate stage in the, in the battlefield of ideas. And speaking, and I think that's I think it's a big hit. And it's, if you don't, if you haven't, like I said, if you have not partaken in Charles Krauthammer at all, I would encourage you to go on YouTube and search and and just listen to some of the uh, listen to some of the things that he's done over the years, uh, years worth of. I mean, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner, I do believe, and and it, tremendous loss for the political debate stage, if you ask me. Uh, I'm going to leave on that note, though. I am, I am going to cut it off at that note um, because I do have a, a cavalcade of things that I have to get done today, unfortunately. But I hope I got my thoughts out enough and presented enough libertarian perspective. Libertarian perspective. Warfront on space not needed. <laughs> uh, the Martians don't even freaking exist. There's even theories that we were the Martians. All right? So let's just... Until... You can promise blasters, lightsabers, X-Wings, Death Stars, and other shit like that. Space Force, dumb idea. All right? Guys, follow me on Twitter, at FritzQS. It'll pop up as FritzCast Podcast there. Uh, follow me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheFritzCast. FritzCast.wordpress.com for my blog. 71 Republic for other blog-like contributions. And my friends at 71 Republic are worth a shot. And if you need to get in contact with me, it's fritzcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, love you all, and I'll see you all next week.